Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Last week, we heard that one of America's largest publishing companies were recruiting a Taylor Swift reporter. We've now found their first assignment because Australia will be holding an international academic symposium on Taylor Swift. Dr. Jennifer Beckett is a senior lecturer in media and communications at the University of Melbourne and co-organizer of the Swift Posium. She's on the line right now from Australia. Jennifer, good morning where we are. Good evening where you are. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. So, <laughs> Jennifer, yeah, look, let's talk about how a Swift Posium comes about. Because am I right in thinking this might have even started as a tongue-in-cheek tweet? Yeah, you are. It, what has happened is that um, two of our conference organizers, Rebecca Chalice from Auckland University of Technology and Hannah McCann for, is one of my colleagues here um, at Melbourne University, were actually having a discussion, um, their academic colleagues, about getting Taylor Swift tickets. They're lucky they both got them. You're great. Um, <laughs> which is very important to know. Um, and as part of that, they sort of started having a discussion about whether or not they should have a Taylor Swift conference. And then Hannah sent out a tweet saying, this would be a great idea, but I don't have time to do it. And then we all sort of jumped in. Um, in the replies, and we're like, we'll do it with you. Um, and then one, uh, one of our students, uh, Kate Patterson, who's doing a PhD, coined the term Swift Posium. Amazing. Uh, that was at the start of July. And so, you know, where we are, mid September, and, um, and we're full steam ahead. Okay, full steam ahead. So, when is the Swift Posium going to take place, is the first question. So it's happening from the 11th to the 13th of February here in Melbourne. Right. It's a hybrid conference. So it's happening in person and online. We thought that was very important to make sure we could get as many uh, people uh, involved as possible. Um, It is at the moment just for scholars from Australia and New Zealand, but we have had some discussions today about whether we would open that up, given all of the everyone being like... I think, yes. I mean, Taylor Swift is global. I'm sure the uh, academics who also love Taylor Swift, they're global too. So yeah, open up to everybody. They absolutely are. We're, We're very excited. We've had lots of people putting in paper proposals today and our conference um, uh, conference sites have only been up for one day. So this is uh, really quite amazing. Wow. Okay, so, so talk to us then about quite... what kind of things you expect to be. Obviously, you're only in the planning stages, but I mean, Swiftonomics is something I mentioned there a few minutes ago. People realize that Taylor Swift has a genuine effect on the economies of countries. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous that that is how much a Taylor Swift show coming to town can actually affect a nation and their GDP. So, I mean, what what type of stuff will you be looking at in the symposium? Well, I mean, that's like actually a massive thing to be thinking about in terms of somebody. We, I was joking with a friend today that I think Taylor Swift probably has the G, the internal GDP of a small nation um, <laughs> on her own. So I think, you know, that definitely we're looking at like fandom around Taylor Swift the sort of psychological underpinnings of fandom, so thinking about things like that sort of parasocial relationship that her fans have. And I think that that, you know, speaks to her PR machine. So, you know, I'm I'm in media and communications. I teach strategic communications. And I'm like, oh, that PR team is like global gold standard. Like yeah. that is a marketing masterclass right there. So things like that. But also, you know, looking at her relationship to social movements like feminism and the LGBTQ plus community rights. So I think that's very, very important for us to be thinking about uh, her cultural prominence. I mean, not only has she managed to add things to GDP, she's actually managed to raise the profile of public transport in a post-pandemic era. Yes. 
<laughs> it's incredible. She really um, is a phenomenon from that point of view. Really a phenomenon, absolutely. Imagine the pressure, though. I often think, though, right? Because I mean, obviously, anything she does is amplified, you know, by millions of percent, billions of percent, because she's Taylor Swift. But imagine the pressure to not put a foot wrong, because you're such an example, and your power is so big over everything we're talking about. Like, if, but if she says the wrong thing, or wears the wrong thing, or pushes the wrong button. <laughs> All of a sudden, the whole world could go into meltdown. I mean, I feel that for her. Like, <laughs> I think as, as a fan myself, I'm like, I feel, I feel for you. The, the, I feel like the, the weight of the world is at, at, in some elements on her shoulder. I mean, we're talking about a woman who is able to influence democratic process by just saying everyone should sign up to vote. <laughs> Completely. Um, Although she is also influencing football at the moment. I don't know if you heard this story. You probably did, but I'll tell you it anyway. Um, so there is a, you know, the Ballon d'Or is the um, the kind of highest accolade in soccer that you can get. And the best player in the world, as voted by journalists, wins it every year. But there's also a thing called the Golden Boy, which is for players, I think, under the age of 20 or 21. I'm not sure the exact age. But anyway, um, an, el- an element of that is public voting. And very clever Real Madrid fans found out that the Barcelona player who was nominated for the Young uh, Golden Boy Award had said, had said in some interview that he, he wasn't a fan of Taylor Swift's music. So they clipped this, put it out, alerted the Swifties, who are all now voting in their droves for the Real Madrid player, who has since come out to say, I love Taylor Swift and I can't wait to go to her concerts. I mean, if you think about the power of her fandom, then, you know, it's worth considering that as well, you know. So, I, yeah, it's that's incredible. I hadn't heard that story. That's that's wild. There you, you go. That's yeah. for women's football as well, please. Yes, exactly, exactly. Especially after Australia and New Zealand hosted the World Cup. I was down there myself for it, and it was a phenomenal event. Uh, so, come here. We're looking at February, uh, 11th to the 13th of February. What are the chances that Ms. Swift makes an appearance? Well, I mean, we have uh, today sent an official invitation for her, but she will be in New Zealand. But that's okay because we're being co—we're, you know, one of the co-organisers is Auckland yes. University of Technology, and it is a hybrid conference. So, so no matter where she to, is, she could dial in. No matter where she is, she 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 could make an appearance. But we would love to have her. We'd be absolutely honoured, obviously, to have Taylor Swift um, to come to our conference. So the invitation is. Wide open. Amazing. Um, yeah. Okay, well, Dr. Jennifer Beckett, Senior Lecturer in Media and Communications at the University of Melbourne and co-organiser of the Swift Posium. I think we'll need to touch base with you again closer to February to find out what kind of uh, events are going on and uh, maybe get ourselves some tickets and head down and meet Tay-Tay down with you guys. So listen, thanks so much for talking to us today, Jennifer. Get some sleep now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Take care. Day. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.